Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Namaste and welcome to Yoga with Yogurt. Just like every week, yes, there will be yogurt provided at the end of today's class. Now, we can all start off by taking a deep breath in and then slowly exhale as I put on today's meditation track from Rolling in the Geek. Hello! I'm Ken Brown, and as the Game Master for Riven, the Shattered Continent, I welcome you to our table. Team, please introduce yourselves. Who do you? Um, hello, hello there. My name is Arcos Pissarro. I'm an Alacocra monk from the Sanctuary of Okaido. I am the Ringer of Alarm Bells and the Protector of Young Cassie, and I am portrayed by Nick Simpson. And I am Trevor Ironjaw. Forge Cleric, infused with the power of a being of flame to become an instrument of justice for the people. Portrayed by Brad Konow. Thank you, gentlemen, and thank you for joining us. Welcome back to Riven, and get ready for Rolling in the Geek. It's Ken, your Game Master here, and on behalf of the Rick Geek family, we beseech thee, if we are pleasing to thine ear holes, please check out Rolling in the Geek on Patreon, and please rate or review us on Apple Podcasts or whichever listening platform you favor. It helps get more people at our table, and we can never have too many cooks in our kitchen. Now, back to three guys screaming at numbered shapes for not helping them enough. Last time on Rolling in the Geek. The B-Team and everyone else finalized their plans and discussed the information that Elian divulged before being exiled. Jorik and Melia work on dividing their forces between the two of them, while Trevor and Harkos go to the sparring area to try and work with some of the recruits to train them up and what they can expect while in the mines. Nigel brings out a couple of recruits that would benefit the most from some extra training a wild-looking druidic woman, and a tough-looking man in armor. They have a somewhat easier time with the druid, despite her magical ability, but are forced to use teamwork against the armored gentleman to eventually take him down. Afterward, they head back to the inn, eat, and prepare for the night's rest. 
Arcos stops in with Phil and discovers that he is there because he is trying to support his family through his work in Iron's Edge. And Arcos decides to have Phil stay behind to guard the town, lest he subject Phil's family to the same pain that Cassie's family has felt. Trevor has a strange dream where he travels into the mine and meets with the flame being. After a short conversation, he has cut off from the dream suddenly, leaving a half suddenly finished sentence. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> and that is where we pick back up. Oh, the, the half finished sentence. Trevor Ironjaw, beware the dot dot dot. Dot dot dot. It's like a bad no, text I, from somebody. It's like they said it was halfway done. I was more uh I was more impressed with the fact that the flame being uh went ahead to add the dot 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 and then let you wake up. Yep. Like that was that was my favorite part of the whole thing. And then Brad was like, oh, cliffhangers. I mean, honestly, oh. it was kind of courteous of him to let him know that it was going to be a hard stop there. Yeah. I, I also think it's pretty clever because like the fact that the flame being took the time to say dot, dot, dot. He probably could have finished the sentence, but he wanted to be a dickhead because Brad's a dickhead. So I really I really like I like that. Uh, that two sides of the yin yang coin right there. It's pretty it's, as a monk. I really uh, I really appreciate the duality of it all. I don't. I don't know if you guys can feel this or not, but I'm flipping you both off. I don't think that you're you have the long distance plan on your on your flips there. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's okay. I I miss I miss the part where Brad flipping us off um, suddenly made it so that the flame being finished his sentence. I I must have missed that memo. Yeah, I I sent it out, but I actually did not CC Brad on it, so I'm surprised that you didn't get it. <laughs> he, he seems he seems pretty upset for some reason. I know I don't know what, don't know what the problem is. Uh, okay, so I'm just wanting to take a quick note here. Uh, so with you guys, you you've got so you have Trevor and Harkos, of course. Uh, you know what? Well, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. Anyway, uh, so. The next morning, you both wake up. You feel nice and refreshed. You've taken a full rest. So you, uh, you've you regained all your hit points, all your spells and all that from your, your little escapades the previous day. Uh, but you, you wake up uh, pretty early in the morning to a knock at your door uh, separately. Uh, hello? Uh, hey, Trevor! Come on, it's time to get up. We got stuff to do today. It's going to be uh, oh, it's going to be a busy one. Mm-hmm. Are, are you decent or should I not come in? Hey, you can you can come in. Hey, so he, he opens the door, walks. In. Oh, God, you sleep naked. Hmm. What? I, no, I don't. Oh. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> you, you just It's weird for you to wear like leggings that are flesh colored. <laughs> you, that's very that's confusing I, for somebody walking in that's what i said to say oh i uh, forgot your armor is skin colored 100 <laughs> percent what i was waiting for oh that's wonderful <sighs> ah well uh it's time to get suited up or uh we we've got nigel kind of uh, uh assembling the forces uh by the barracks so it's uh it's time. Uh, we're 
Where would you like me to meet then at at the barracks? Uh, yeah, everybody else is kind of forming up there. Amelia is over getting uh, Harkos up, so. I will be there momentarily then. Ah, well, good. I'll see you there. And he leaves. He closes the door behind him like a good boy. Okay. Anthony. Uh, so, Harkos, <laughs> Har- <laughs> uh, you get a knock at your door. Oh, 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 who is it? Uh, I don't know why that was so sing-songy. <laughs> I'm a morning bird. Um, I, Harkos, I, I did not realize you were a songbird. I, I didn't either. I should be very worried about this morning, but I seem to be in a horrendous mood. Did you say horrendous? I did now. <laughs> That's what it sounded like to me, but I'm hearing it through a door. So, uh, uh, are you are you clothed that I may come in? Uh, yeah, uh, yes, but the uh, hang on, the the locks. Click. That was a full like ten seconds. I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. I is is there is there a problem? No. Um. Well, I was just wanting to make sure that you were awake. I Nigel is getting all of our forces together and getting them sorted into their uh adventuring groups. So we just uh just wanted to make sure that you two were up and ready as well. We let you sleep in a little bit. It's uh it is Saturday after all. Oh, I thought it was Friday. I appreciate it. Well, I mean it... <laughs> oh, sorry. Huh? I, I don't understand the humor, but um yes. I, oh, I forgot to mention Harkos for a bird is naked, but he doesn't feel bad because it's just feathers. Because I I've Harkos does not sleep in robes. That's very uncomfortable. You don't you don't make a comfy nest and then sleep in clothes. But I don't feel bad about it. I, I just I wanted that picture there for everybody else. That Harkos looks just like a big giant owl man, but it's all feathers. I mean, it's not like there's some genita it's it's got a it's got a loincloth of plumage <laughs> if that's what, I, if that's if that's where your mind is at i 100 percent pictured the featherless owl picture in my head oh god when what you you're said you're horrible <laughs> oh god that's it's such a terrifying. sad picture it it's terrifying you're terrifying at least i don't lie about my monk powers but you gotta like plug each feather back in in the morning then is that is that the bit? <laughs> uh, it's oh, all a coat. Hold on, I'll be I'll be ready in like fifteen minutes. They're, they're not they're not really mine. That's that's just it's just like a it's like a boa that I have to wrap around my whole body. That's why I'm very protective <laughs> because I don't want excuse me I don't want people to take them because hmm. it's it's not real. Hmm. The feathers I gave Trevor were actually the last five real feathers that I had. So. <laughs> Anyway, I, uh, well, I, uh, I will, uh, yeah, yeah. It, I, I guess she kind of suddenly realizes that for you, you are <laughs> naked, uh, and she kind of like keeps her eyes up. Um, I uh, well, just wanted to make make sure that 
uh, you were awake and uh, let you yes. know that we are gathering at uh, at the barracks. So as soon as you could make it down, uh, then we will get started. Oh, yes, I, I will be there um, right right away. I just got to gather my things and I'll, I will be down there post haste. OK, well, uh, I look forward to seeing you and just a few moments that uh, I, I will see you soon. And then she kind of turns and hustles away. Goodbye. Bye. I'll get myself ready and head down there okay. after locking my door. <laughs> just to unlock it again. OK, uh, so no, I mean, I'll lock it when I leave. I'm not going to lock oh, okay. it and get my shit. I thought you were going to close the door, leave. lock it, get dressed. <laughs> Oh, unlock, <laughs> open, leave, lock, and then walk down well, the stairs. Jorik wants to cleanse the mine today, right? Like, not next week, so we should probably mix as many unlockings and lockings as we can. Okay, anyway, so you both get ready, and then I'm assuming you uh, meet each other and then head down to the barracks? Yes. Yes. Okay, uh, so roll a, roll a perception check on your way. Both of you. Maybe I don't want to. I like it better when you tell me to make one. Yeah, me too. Oh, shit. Um, for some reason, Trevor can't even see his own nose. Like, even if he tries to look at it, and okay. if he holds his uh, hand in front of his face, he can't see it either. That makes so much sense, because Harkos is so busy helping Trevor see his nose and other appendages. Yeah. That uh, Harkos probably isn't paying much attention I, to anything I, else I, either. I rolled a one, and I have a four in perception, so I have a five. Cool. I rolled a five and have a two in perception, so I have a seven. Okay. <laughs> uh, you guys are both kind of like, you're you're both walking to the steps, you realize that the other is there. You're like, oh, hey, so you wave at each other. You get to the stairs and then you bump heads because you're both trying to go down them at the same time. <laughs> and so that's all you notice as you walk out of the walk out of the inn is that you guys bumped heads and now you have a slight headache as you're walking into this. So uh, wonderful. Uh, OK, so you head down to the barracks uh, and you can see that there is uh, a rough estimate there's probably about 70 recruits that are out here. Damn. Uh, yeah, it's like in mass that this is probably, if not everyone, it's most of everyone that has been assembled to do this. That's awesome. But based on the conversations that you had with Jorik and Melia that, you know, the, uh, uh, like Royal Guard, not the Royal Guard, but the, you know, the Secret Service for yeah. Melia is staying behind is... to protect the town. Uh, and then uh, with uh, by Harkos's wish, uh, Phil is staying behind as well. Uh, and then oh. maybe. Are the are the other people sanctioned up into their proper teams? Uh, yes, everybody is kind of separated. Uh, you see Melia and Jorik is kind of getting some more detailed stuff out to them. Like All right. getting people into more st strategic positions. New words. I like new words. There's words that don't control you. That's right. That's how we do here on Rit Geek. We just make shit up. Yeah. 
So they're just words. They don't control us. Not anymore. Um, I mean, if they're mostly ready, I say we get this show on the road. Uh, so as you guys are walking up, you, uh, Melia, uh, Melia, Jorik, and then uh, the rest of your the rest of your friends kind of meet with you, uh, and they greet you. Good morning. And uh, sun is not quite risen yet. It's still uh, still quite early in the morning, so okay. it's 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 still mostly like the ley line light that is is lighting up the town at the moment. Um. Well. Uh. Right. Everybody is everybody's ready, but uh, I, I don't, is is anybody feeling like a like a cool Braveheart speech or something before we before we go into this? God. <laughs> I mean, I, I could do it, but, you know, I was giving you guys the opportunity if you wanted to, you know, like do something cool. And Puffles um, pipes up is like, nope. <laughs> nope. Oh, God, I kind of want to. I feel like this is a Harkos moment for do sure. It. Like this is. But what do, do I it. say, Brad? I, what what am I supposed, just supposed to improv it? <gasps> Gasp! Oh God! <laughs> okay, all right. So, Harko said, "I have something to say." Everybody stares at you. Holy fuck! <laughs> who's, that, who's that guy? And what did we do with the other owl? Like, who? Where's the fuck has this guy been? Um. So Harkos will actually like sheepish, sheepishly rise and. Uh, be like, um, oh dear, I actually, uh, I don't want to fucking do I'm getting, I'm getting, like, real-life anxiety about social <laughs> speaking. Like, speaking in front of crowds ain't my forte. Like, it's, it's all chill when I get it done, like, I feel good about it. I don't feel good about it right now. I don't feel good about it right now. But it feels, it, it feels right. It feels like him. So, especially with everything that's happened. So Harkos will say, I, uh, um, I'd like to maybe say something he'll approach okay uh, you have you have everyone's rapt attention uh, get, uh, t- go ahead and uh, take an insight or roll an insight check as you're uh, as you're kind of walking up there okay um, Trevor's still trying to find his hand hey that's a dirty 20 <laughs> hey alright cool uh, so you get the fe- you get a feeling from the crowd like you're kind of getting up there. You're looking at people as you're as you're walking towards the front, and uh, you can definitely tell that there's an air of of nervousness around everybody. This is uh, this is a big moment, and uh, people are are on edge. Oh shit! Yeah, that made it better for me, Ken. I wish, really wish I would have rolled fucking shitty on that one. Well, God you'll get you'll it. get a benefit off of it later. So I understand. <sighs> that's not that's not why I did it though. Like I definitely feel like Harkos is. I, I thought that's kind of what you were fishing for a little bit. Like if if we wanted to, but I feel like the way Harkos has been, like kind of standing up for. If you don't want to do this, don't fucking do it. It would it would be something that he would he would come talk to people. Oh, but now, like, he did, everyone's really nervous, so don't fuck it up. Thanks. Awesome. Which is not what you said, it's what I heard. Bite me. 
<sighs> okay. So, Argus approaches the front, and he looks out at the, at the tens of tens of people, and uh, he just goes, Oh, gods, I've really messed up. But, like, very, very quietly. Very quietly. Like, that's definitely just something that Harkos hears. And, like, to, to the point where somebody's probably like, You should talk louder. Do, do you look like you're freaking out up there? Um, Not any more than usual, I would no. say. Like, well, let me, let me. Yeah, uh, well, okay, a little more than usual. It was on the lower end of the. I higher load it, and it was a nine. <laughs> so technically, it was on the low end, but it was just on the low end. So, so I would uh, say, like, you could definitely see that there's more nerves than usual, specifically like Trevor, probably because we spend so much time. So I'll make my way up there with no words and just kind of put my hand on Harkos's shoulder. Uh, and Harkos, oh, you yeah. see, you see from the crowd that I. Uh, Melia gives you like a smile and she like sneaks a thumbs up as you're looking at her. Oh fuck. Okay. Huh. All right. And, and now he's got a bird boner. <laughs> it's okay. It. The lo- the loincloth of plumage is is quite thick. It's everything's fine. Plus I have <laughs> pants on. Well, I have a robe on now. So anyway, that's not what we're here for. Oh yeah. So <laughs> Oh god. Go away, Brad. Um <laughs> <laughs> Brad, Brad the NPC for those of you who have forgotten episode one we have not um, okay this is crazy this is crazy this is crazy this is crazy okay got it I don't but we're gonna we're gonna roll with it <clears throat> um if, if any of you don't know already I am Harkos Pissarro and I'm an alacoker monk from the sink. No, I don't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, protector of young Cassie. Um, I am Arcos Pissarro. Um, I came to this town for the same reasons you all did. Maybe not the same time or um, quite exactly the same reasons, but pe- people needed help and I I thought I could change that and with with the way I look I I wasn't received very well but I was raised to know that the world might see me that way with the way things are here in Riven but today what we have to do for someone like me and and people like you to 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 join to stop the real feral creatures the real monsters that plague this city and who who knows what else uh, beyond these city walls but today is for for me and and for you is is when we stand above Anything else that that other people, any titles, any labels that have been put on you before now, we we as a group today are bigger than just ourselves or the reasons we came here with with the job that lies before us. 
we put a lot on the line for for all of the men and women and children who who can't lay down anything on the line for Iron's Edge and and I just I want you to know that if not from anyone else in the days to come or the years or if by some chance you sadly don't make it back I personally thank you for what you are about to do with us today and I I am proud to go down there with with all of you 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 may not have as much experience as your neighbor or, or Trevor and myself or, or some people but you have the willpower to do more than most and for that this city will never be able to repay it but it is a big thing you are doing and I I just I, I wanted everyone to know that that it, it won't it won't be forgot by me and I hope I hope that we can all share some food and drink about all of the the stories we will have afterwards th- th- thank you uh, <clears throat> and, and Trevor starts a slow clap <laughs> Tre- Trevor please stop it's already bad enough <laughs> uh, so after you're done Melia comes up and she she joins you and she looks out and she says ladies and gentlemen warriors defending Iron's Edge let's go and retake our town before she walks, or as she's saying that, I'm just going to kind of lean over and whisper in Harkos's ear. Good job, friend. Uh, so, Harkos, uh, go ahead and roll a uh, persuasion check with advantage. Trevor, to be perfectly honest, I'm pretty sure I wet my robe twice. <laughs> persuasion <laughs> check with it. Okay. Okay, second one was a 19 total. Okay, cool. Oof. All right. <clears throat> oh god, I got the I got the stress sweats. <laughs> <laughs> I need a fan. Uh, <clears throat> I right. I I really hate how unplanned that was. I wish I would have had something more. I felt so rambly. But that I mean that's that's also that's Harkos. So <laughs> play true to your character. Nobody can ask for more than that. Exactly. All right. Uh, so Jorik and Melia uh gesture to their factions, and uh everybody starts heading towards the mine. So I want uh for clarification's sake, uh so your team has the two of you, uh Puffles. Uh, Selena and Marcus. And are you bringing your pet? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was that was the one that I was like, oh, God, what are they going to do with the fucking knoll? 
uh, that he needs a name. He does. He needs a name. And you haven't fucking named him yet. Oh, uh, I'm a terrible person. He's just responding to "Hey, you." That is, he's all he can do for the moment. Uh, oh man, keep going. I'm listening. I'm just thinking now. Okay. Uh, so, do you guys head for the mine? Yep. Okay. So. Everyone Lee everyone starts heading towards the mine. Uh and then you cross over that threshold and into the main entrance chamber. I uh, and so I, I have a question. Mm-hmm. I, I just thought of this, so I apologize. Yep. Does does my does my uh Noel have any armor on? I know he had a spear. Uh he had a spear, but he did not have any uh No. Well he had some like kind of scraps of armor. It's it's nothing too intense, but it's something. Can can we can we retcon back a little bit and I can armor him? He he's a knoll. I I I'm not giving him like character statistics. Echo, if she <laughs> oh, went into you, battle with you, don't you pull That's that bullshit? Don't you fucking do that? <laughs> that was super low. I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen here, Dick. Three, just for that, five. just for that, Brad, the town's guard actually took those scraps of armor because they wanted to make sure if your knoll went fucking rabid, he was easier to kill. So he got jack shit now. And they took his spear. He only got them gnashers. Little bitch. Uh, I got you. D4, which are reasonable, but you know, it's you know. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh <laughs> uh it, but he he has some armor scraps. I mean, he has a reasonable AC. It's nothing like, and it's not like yours, but it's it's reasonable. You just wait till we get out of this mine. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh Jesus! Uh, what have we done? I uh, Trevor's <laughs> just trying to build his backup character through in game, <laughs> just in case you have to Spoilers. travel the rest of the time with the knoll if if Trevor goes down. <laughs> Brad will quickly be on to character number three. <laughs> I just make weird grunting noises and growls that all is, the time. That is bad radio. Nobody wants that. <laughs> no, I do not want you. F- you were Trevor's pet. Go lay on his grave. <laughs> if you keep following me, I will end you. Burr! Brad, roll a new character. <laughs> uh, okay, so you head to the mine. You've got you've got the B team all assembled with you, uh, minus Melia. I, uh, but uh, Melia and uh, Jorik kind of come up beside you, and uh, they, you, all of you, kind of shake hands and kind of gesture off to each other as as they start to separate. Uh, Melia heads down the heads down towards the shafts. That when when we hit the separation point, I, I'm going to say. Please, everyone, be be as safe as possible. We yeah. hope to see you soon. Jorik turns and looks at you, and he draws his sword, and he says, I don't fear death or darkness. And then he walks down his path. And then, well, he's a goner. <laughs> uh, Famous last words. It's the last time we'll see him. Amelia... Uh, turns and, and looks at you as she's about to leave and she says for Iron's Edge 
and she walks down her path. And their assortment of troops begin following them. And you, oh boy, make it to the the main door uh, that's heading down your shaft. And it is barred from your side. Uh, it has one of those like sliding metal bolts kind of on the front that's like, yeah. you know, six inches wide that you kind of like shove into uh uh, into a, a latch and and so that it'll it looks like a very hefty metal door and it looks newer than a lot of the other things it's all that this was probably added after the invasion started hmm. it's not locked but it's it's in place so that way and you can kind of tell that the door has been uh it looks newer but there's some there's definitely damage to it where things have been trying to get through to get out awesome all right i'm uh just just for the record i'm uh one-handing and shielding it okay so i'll take point okay i'll open the door okay uh so you slide the you slide the bar out and you hear it chunk and out of place and push the door open. And on the other side, you can see where whatever was here, whatever has been down here was trying pretty desperately to either claw through the door. You can see deep gouges in the metal. Uh, And then the stone surrounding the door and down this hallway, you can see scratch marks and you can see like broken spears and pickaxes that have been dulled as they've been trying to break through this very solid wall to try to get out through this way. But it looks like that they did not make much progress. They had not the organization (laughs) nor uh, nor fortitude to do what the miners of Iron's Edge was able to. All right. Uh, are there any torches or anything? I uh, there's that you can see where torches have been laid into the wall, but all of them have long since burnt out and are unusable. Ah, unusable. Okay. Um. No. Click on my light then. Okay. Whoop. <laughs> and the light from your miner's helmet pops on. It looks like it's on had time to hallway. recharge since last time you used it, so it actually has a very a very bright light coming off of it. Oh, oh that's wonderful. Yeah, onward down the down the pathway. Okay. Bef- before as as Harkos is stepping through um, the door. This isn't. Uh, no one's going to notice this, but just for flavor text, um, as Harkos steps through uh, that door, he's going to reach into like his bag and squeeze the ball from Cassie tight, and like think to himself, "If if I didn't get him before, I won't come back until I get him this time." Okay. Aww. 
All right. <clears throat> so you start heading down the path. It is very similar to ones that you've been down before, uh, but it's a lot less of a downward angle than what you're used to uh, from the, the previous section. Uh, so, and everything down this way, the these scratch marks and broken tools and all that kind of continues on for about a hundred feet or so as you walk down this this rough hewn tunnel. Uh, but things start to clean up as you get further down. But the further in you go, you start to see a lot of those the the same kind of like cave paintings that you saw as you got deeper. Uh, but they look fresh like uh it, even oh, a, no. a few of them if you like kind of rubbed a hand across it you would it there would be bits of it that were still wet Ooh. so something has been here very recently so well, that's that's good that's all swell and good so you continue down the tunnel and you eventually get to one of those junction points uh, so you walk into the room and there's lockers and I think I just spit on myself either I spit on myself or something just leaked on me I'm not sure which one uh, huh? either way not cool thanks me uh, so you walk into this junction point and you can see the all these lockers and you've got some some crates of supplies. Uh, there's a couple more of those helmets that you have uh, that are kind of scattered about. And then there are two doors. Uh, one that leads uh, kind of straight on and then another one that branches off to the left. Um path most traveled i guess okay uh as you approach the two there is uh a sign on the left door on uh, by the left door that says attachment to shaft a which shaft a is the path that you went down the first time that you ventured here or that you ventured into the mines. okay yeah that's what i thought uh and then uh the second door is labeled as uh, worksite. So the second door, then. Uh, yeah. So that's the one that goes more or less straight on. Uh, as you're walking past these doors and kind of investigating them, go ahead and roll a perception check. That's a 19. Okay. Mine is a 16. Okay. Uh, both of you can hear the echoes of combat coming from the door to the left, like long away, but it's echoing through the halls that you can hear like steel on steel. And, and that's that's the one that goes to the place we were before. Yes, that's the one where we the, the tunnel where we dealt with the ritual. Yeah. And did we send a team down the path we went before? Yeah, that was yeah, Melia's that's, team. That's Melia's team. OK, and we hear combat. Yes, that's the one that's probably going to be least busy because we've already killed a bunch of stuff down there so presumably this are going into the mines we Jorik talked about that since we've dealt with shit there already that should be least busy the path he took that goes more or less up the mountain should be second 
most busy because reasons, and then we're going into the shit our team is. Because it's it's the heart of the mountain where presumably, and it goes deeper, so presumably this is where the dwarfs dug too deep, and this is this is the problem we're about to deal with. So the the combat does it sound mm, I don't know how to how to ask this question does it sound like large combat like like a lot's going on or like we're just hearing it occasionally you're you're hearing clangs off and on it doesn't sound like it doesn't sound like the the, the front line of a war uh, but you're, you know, you're definitely hearing distinct sounds of metal on metal and then occasional like screeches and that kind of thing. OK, man. No, we're we're on a mission. We have to go the other way. That's... Of course, we're not going to go help. Yep. So you're crazy. Down. That's not our job. On down the other, okay. the other tunnel. Uh, so you proceed down the tunnel that you were just in. Uh, or uh, you proceed down the 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 worksite tunnel. Uh, and as you start to travel down here, you can see why it's labeled as the worksite because there are multiple branching paths as you go on, and from shining your light down them as you're walking by, you can see that most of them were uh, it, like it, there was pickaxes that were dropped right by them uh, and the more disturbing thing is that you can see corpses of people Ooh. that were killed here well that's fun uh, as you continue down the tunnel you can see that there are more as you continue and they were you can presume that they were running away and were, you know, leapt upon and torn to shreds, some of them. Ugh. That's sad. Uh, you continue on further and you get to a light. You can see that there is a dim light that is maybe... 100 feet down, 150 feet down, somewhere in that neighborhood. Okay. Do you head towards the light? Is that the direction that we're I, going? Like, like I said, there is a lot of branching off pathways. Oh, most okay, of I missed them, that part. Most of them are uh, lead to dead ends. Like, imagine that it's, a, you know, an active dig site. And right. so, they're, so they're going different ways, but some of them aren't finished. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, towards the light then, because that seems to be where the bad is. Okay. Uh, so Selena pipes up and she says, uh, it would be wise to take a slow. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Or in more cautious approach here. We do not know what that light is. Agreed. Well, it also agreed. I mean, it's definitely the way we should go, though. Now, I'm just saying that rather than clanking down quickly, uh, that maybe we should slow it down. Fair enough. Basically, she's she's kind of suggesting like you know, approaching stealthily. Yeah, take our time and try not to make a whole lot of noise. Yeah. So do you want to do that or do you want to continue kind of at a normal pace? Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. Okay. Uh, so go ahead. <laughs> or we'll attempt to do we'll that. We'll attempt Let's to do that. that way. Uh, so go ahead and roll stealth checks. Oh, that's a dirty 20. Damn. Did you roll with disadvantage? Because you have heavy armor, don't you? Do I? Is it chain mail? Hang on, I'm looking. I got a 24. Woo. Yeah, it's cha- it's chainmail. I think chainmail is uh I think chainmail gives yep. disadvantage. Yep, it does. I just looked at it. Motherfucker. Uh, 18. So that's not bad. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, that's uh that's pretty good. I uh, so then one more. <laughs> um Shocker, Puffles didn't make it. No, Puffles actually rolled pretty well that time. It was the knoll. So you could... Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the knoll is kind uh, of, of bullshit. Like, coming up behind you guys, and you hear... It says... Pause. Lazily kind of slap against the floor. Awesome. Uh, but you make your way to the light and you can see that it is a candle uh, that uh, I think it would be pretty obvious that it's it's probably an enchanted candle. It has a little flame on it, but it doesn't appear to actually be burning the wax. Uh, it looks like okay. it's some sort of uh, 
you know, like, you know, produce flame kind of spell that that keeps this candle lit. Uh, and it it appears to be set up on uh, kind of a makeshift desk that you can see a whole bunch of papers uh, that have been strewn across it. Uh, and uh, you can see some maps and some uh, like kind of surveys of the, the rock and stone that's around you. Like it's it's a lot of it probably looks like Greek because you're it, it reports and all that kind of thing that you have no idea what it means. Oh, we should probably collect them anyways. Okay. Uh, as you're starting to collect them, you can see that some of them have been uh, sprayed with uh, with blood. Oh, lovely. Hell, I, I still may as well collect them. But, mm. uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so you start collecting... And all of a sudden you hear a click as you lift up something. And hmm. I need everybody to make constitution saving throws. <sighs> Leave it to Brad. Who could have guessed? That's a 21. Ooh. My <sighs> aluminum dice are rolling nicely for me. Mine's a 14. Okay. Uh, so as you lift up... Uh, there's a book at the bottom uh, of the, the the stack of different papers and that kind of thing that looks like to, to be a journal or something like that. As you pick it up, uh, you can see that there's a switch underneath there. And then one of the boxes bursts open and there's a cloud of, of noxious gas that comes out from it. Oh, that's fun. Uh, and uh, for uh, what, what were your guys' saves again? I'm sorry. 21. Oh, shit. 14. Okay. Uh, so both of you make the save, uh, but you still take... Oh, thank God. You still take uh, three poison damage. As you kind of, like, breathe in a little bit before you can cover your mouths. Okay. Uh, and it looks like... Looks like everybody else was able to do about the same thing. So... Uh, the cloud quickly disperses. Uh, it was it was kind of a hastily rigged type trap. Finish collecting everything. Check everybody over. Make sure you know no one got wounded seriously out of that. Uh, nobody was wounded. On. Nobody was wounded severely. I. Uh, you know, they're all kind of hacking up some some ick, but uh, yeah, they're everyone looks pretty not not no worse for the wear. OK, onward. Uh, so from here, there's two splitting paths. There is one that goes to the left uh, and one that goes to the right. <sighs> um, check them for, you know, again, most traveled. I. Uh, both are uh, both are fairly well traveled. That, but you can't from from the the fork. You can't quite see what is where. Okay. Um.
God, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Brad, high or low? <laughs> uh, oh, no. Uh, low. All right. To the right it is. Okay. Uh, all right. So, all right. Uh, so you... you yeah, yeah, that's what we said, Ken. You careen off to the to the right. And I, I don't know why, but careening doesn't sound like a right thing. Uh, no, careening sounds like we're going to die. What do you got in plan? <laughs> uh, you start heading to the right. And uh, after about 200 feet or so, you find yourself at another metal door uh, that has a lock that is on it. And there is a sign that is uh, placed upon the door that says to shaft C. And how does this door look? Uh, it pretty untouched, actually. This one actually has like mm. a lock mechanism on it. It's not just like a bar that you can see. It actually has what uh, I, I guess what would amount to like a deadbolt that is uh, that that's on the door. Akos, what do you think? Should we go and check the other path first? Uh, you know that Shaft C leads towards uh, where Jorik, his team went. Oh, so we do need to go to the other path. Yep. Akos, we should go to the other path. This one obviously leads to where Jorik is. Yep. <laughs> okay, uh, so go ahead and roll perception checks. Uh, 17. Uh, 13. <laughs> uh, Trevor, you, you feel like you hear some stuff on the other side of that door, again, coming from a distance that sounds like battle. Okay. But, I mean, you can't quite, can't quite pinpoint much of what's happening. Well, if that's where, if that connects to where Jorik's at, then we're not supposed to go that way. So stay on path. Okay. So down to the other one. You head to the left and what it, it, it as you travel down, it, it looks like that this was definitely an area that was being worked. Uh, that there's a lot of tools that are left around and, uh, you know, you've got, carts that are uh, that are left behind that were half filled and some of them that have been tipped over and like there's a couple of the carts you could see like somebody got pinned underneath it. Aww. Uh, it, you can I think that you've probably seen enough that you can draw the conclusion that this is probably where the initial attack happened. Okay. Uh, so you continue on and you get to a stopping point in the tunnel. Uh, as you look around it, there's uh, a nice big area that's been that's been cleared out. Not quite as big as like one of the junction areas that you've seen before, but uh, it's it, it's a pretty decent size. It looks like they hit they probably hit something good here, and so they just went everywhere. Uh, you've got some branching out paths and everything from here, but one of them that you can see is 
the 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 most disturbing of them that there is a, a body that's been half pulled into one of the holes uh and you can see one of those stone daggers has been stabbed into its chest that's where we're going His chest, I guess I should have been more specific. Yep, that's the one. Go examine the body. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, he looks like a minor. Uh, maybe... Uh, he was just a kid? No, oh my god. He, he's, he, is a, he is a minor... That was to make me feel better. He was a minor by profession. Uh, he was maybe dressed a little bit nicer than what you would have expected. Maybe he was a higher ranking person in these teams. Uh, but uh, I guess roll uh, an investigation check. See what you find. Huh, that's fucking fitting. That's a natural 20. Fuck all of you. <laughs> I have I have a 14. OK, uh, so <laughs> Nick doesn't need an investigation roll. Uh, Harkos, you are going to say we know who it is. Yeah. Harkos, you uh, check over the body. Uh, and one of the first things that you find is that he has a wedding ring on one finger uh, that looks to be made out of uh, like iron and gold that have been like wound around each other, almost like two cords. Yeah. Uh, and. Uh, you kind of check over him and uh, you find uh, you find a note in his pocket. Oh, God. You I'm kick gonna, Nick in the feels again this week? Is that what's, gonna, uh, what's about to happen? I'm the one who rolled. Uh, this is the only nat 20 that matters all night. Like, I'm going to bitch about rolls forever. This is the only one that mattered because I wanted the gratification of not having the meta knowledge, but no in-game knowledge. Because I remembered the stupid fucking flashback that's really sad. I'm going to open the stupid note, even though I really shouldn't, because I don't want to, but I need to. I So the, the note is simple. Uh, you can tell that it's written in a child's hand. That All it says is, Oh, God. Daddy. Should I continue? Or, yeah. or do you just put it down? I need you to continue. Hey, mommy's making your favorite for dinner tonight. Please come home soon. Then there's little hearts and then it says Cassie. And then Trevor sees Harkos kind of shiver a little. And instead of yelling Leroy Jenkins as he runs into the other room, we hear full Cassie. No. So what Trevor will see. Um, <laughs> <sighs> so in, in the little character art picture that I picked for me, um, Harkos has like a staff, which I like to think that is, uh, his spear and just the instead of being a a dull end on the one end that like uh, like where the where the on top of the owl head on Harkus's staff 
is where the spearhead is, right? So that's uh-huh. just that's that's what he has. So uh, because it's as tall as it is, that's he kind of like walks around with it. And so you, what you will see, Trevor, is he's like kind of reading it. He's got the note in one hand and he's reading it. And he's got the staff, and for for about like half a second, you see like Harkos falters and like his legs give out, and he catches himself on the staff, like he's about to fall to the fucking ground. And then he like kind of hastily folds up the note puts it back on the guy and then um, kind of directs that we need to uh, remove this body from the hole, but place it off to the side. Arcos. Oh, I'll assist. Arcos. Yeah. Yeah. Because of your perception check, as you're getting ready to move him, you can see that something has been tied to him. Oh, his body has been attached to an alarm bell. So don't so, so as as people are going, I go wait. Uh, it's what? what? It, it's trapped. Of course it is. Uh, so Selena kind of slinks her way up, Monsters. and she takes a look at it, and she says, "Do you? I have some proficiency with this. Do you want me to try to disarm it? Please. Okay." I'm going to go ahead and roll for her. Okay. Uh, so she she's looks a little nervous because this is uh, this is kind of a. You, you can tell that it's some sort of alarm trap. That's because it's yeah. attached to a bell system. And you can see that she's a little a little shaky as she's kind of working on it. But eventually she's able to disconnect the. Uh, dis- disconnect the wire and disarm the bell. So it is safe. Nice. So then when she's done, I'll I'll double check. Is it is it okay now? Yeah, it's uh, it's okay. Okay, then I'm gonna redirect everyone to carefully move the body off to the side. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, assist in moving him and remove the dagger. Okay. Um, just for clarification, as long as all of well, as long as Trevor and I, minimum, uh, survive out of here. No offense to the NPCs. Um, <laughs> I have every intention of bringing this body back out. Just so when future Nick forgets that it's fucking in here, it is on record. So when future future Nick goes, oh, shit, I definitely brought that body out. Now it's canon. <laughs> OK. I uh, that is if Ken's not an, uh, an a-hole and let's kobolds eat it while we go fight more kobolds. <laughs> uh, not that you would ever do that. So I. Uh, Trevor, you said that you were pulling the dagger. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you pull the dagger and you can hear it kind of slide out. Like it has that uh, moist uh, sound. And as you pull the dagger out, you can see that blood starts coming from the wound. Did you just say blood starts coming from the wound? Yeah. Like like no like normal blood. Yeah. I'm with you on that, like, normal blood thing, because... 
I um, I think I think I'm having a light panic attack. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not I'm not okay with it. My my oh boy. Um, oh god, my chest is very tight. <laughs> oh. Oh. Breathe. Deep breath. I'm I'm breathing. I'm fine. It's okay. Oh. If I was going to die today, it would have been on the highway when that yahoo tried to fucking merge into my car. So. Well, that's the right way to merge. You don't pay attention to the cars that are around you. You just do it. <laughs> All right. So. There was blood. Yes, you you pull the dagger and blood seeps out from the wound. Does he stir at all? No. Trevor, Trevor, maybe you, you I, need to. I'll, I'll heal him. OK, go ahead and uh, roll. What are you? Uh, what are you using? I will use cure wounds because it's my bigger one. That would be uh, what's my spellcasting modifier? So that would be eight points. Okay. So you put your hands on him, and you, and I think we've we, we've established that you have kind of like a fiery aura whenever you cast anything. Yeah. So you, you know, this this wave of heat kind of comes off of you, and you can see that the the wounds appears to like cauterize and then heal. I think that that's kind of a nice flare for your heels. I think that's fitting. Uh, so you do that. The wound seals up and then you hear <gasps> as he sits upright very quickly and then kind of rolls off to the side and, and vomits a little. I, I like kind of put my arm under him and hold him so he doesn't have to hold himself up. Yeah, he looks very, very, very weak. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is quite strange. Um, I'd ask how you feel, but I think it's quite obvious. <laughs> Just. Keep keep your keep your energy. We will we will discuss things when you're uh, better off. She is fine. She's she's above ground. We've same dude same <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's just openly weeping yeah so is Harkos <laughs> not, not lying I can't, I can't fucking I can't speak right now so definitely big ol' Al tears I mm. uh, so it takes him a, a few minutes to to kind of recover uh he eventually like he asks for water and, and that kind of stuff because he's you you can tell that he's emaciated like he's been sitting here for a very long time probably getting the minimal amount of what he would need to survive but 
Uh, you you give him some water and and you know maybe something small to to eat. And he he looks over the rest of you and is what? How, how long has it been? How long have I been down here? I don't know. I genuinely I have I have none words. I, I, I guess uh, Harkus will attempt to pull himself together, and uh, uh, I, I don't know, but uh, I've I've met your daughter, and um. See his eyes like snap open. He stares at you. <laughs> you know, you, you know, Cassie. Is she? The town hasn't. The town still, still okay. Yes, the the it, town it, is fine yeah. at the moment. We're here for a more permanent solution. Oh, thank God. Thank. Thank the gods. This is... They... Kept me down here to... Oh, God. No, the th- Every, everything will be fine, I promise. We're, we're going to end this. I... I hope so. As... It... It's... Oh, God. <coughs> you need... You need to keep going. You, I'll be we, okay. We you just leave me here and I'll... I'll... <coughs> I'll get my strength back and I'll... I'll see if I can... If I can move. I... I, I, I have a question... For the DM, mm-hmm. would you allow me to? Now, obviously, you'll allow me to cast sanctuary on him because this is part of my question. Mm-hmm. Would you allow me to spend like an extra spell slot or something to make it last longer? I. Uh, mm, I will. I will allow it to happen, but you'll have to either roll a very high arcana or a very high religion check to make it. No, they're both to make it stay. Both a two, so. to, to make it to make it stay. Uh, because it is it a concentration. It is not. It only lasts for a minute. Okay. Well, that's why I okay. asked. Uh, but you will. Uh, you will need to roll a very high. Either, either religion or arcana, which I guess, I mean, it, it doesn't matter. It just depends on your flair for it. I guess we'll go with religion. But like I said, they're both a two, so it doesn't really matter which one I use. Okay, so. If it fails, I'm not going to punish you by making you spend the spell slots. But if it succeeds, then you'll take two. Okay. So I I'm going to look at him 
and say, you, you need to gather your strength. And I hope I can do something to assist in your protection while this is happening. And then I'm, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to do the rune thing in the ground again, like around him. Okay. Since I'm trying to protect him and, uh, and, and then try to focus on it. Okay. So let's see. Well, I mean, a 19. <laughs> I was, I was going to say that uh, I, I kind of set it as an 18. Uh, so you, you hear the, the words of the flame being when he, when he more or less rescued you from your shop that, you know, it's, you are to become an instrument to a, a shield for people and you focus on those words and uh, you see the, the runes light up uh, with an intent. You've cast this spell before uh, you can feel an intensity yes. off of them that you don't remember. Awesome. So go ahead and, and burn your two spell slots. Okay. They are burnt. I I hope this will assist in keeping you safe. Uh, oh, uh, I will. Oh, I hope so. I want to see my I want to see my baby girl again. And we want you to. At, at this at this same time, um. Harkos is going to reach into his bag. He's going to give the ball one more squeeze, like super fucking tight. And then he's going to pull it out. And he's going to look at it for a second. And he's going to look at Mr. Cassie's dad. And <laughs> his name is Glenn. He wouldn't tell you Mr. that. Mr. Cassie's dad. Okay. Mr. Cassie's dad. Okay. Um, uh, It may not make sense to you, and it might not seem like much, but here, and I'm going to give him the ball. This will keep you safe. This. I. I. I bought this for Cassie. Just a few days before this all happened. You. You really did meet her. You. She misses you. And gather your strength. And go see your family for me. So he reaches, he reaches and takes your hand and he says, just if I don't make it, if if for whatever reason I I don't make it tell her tell Cassie your daddy loves her better goddamn well make it motherfucker <laughs> oh. you shut up Brent <laughs> okay I, 
I can do that, but I'm I'm not going to have to because you're going to tell her yourself. And, and that's not a wish; that's an order, sir. Uh, you you can see he's starting to he's starting to fade from consciousness. He's kind of starting. Well, he to pass can fade out. from consciousness with that fucking order in his mind. Uh, and after after a couple moments, he slumps against the wall and and falls asleep. Oh boy! So after uh, now that he's asleep, and you kind of look, you can see that. Uh, while you were having this emotionally touching moment that Selena and Marcus are kind of like standing around the door and they're investigating that. Uh, and then once he falls asleep and you kind of turn and look at her, she waves, she waves the two of you over. Uh, and you can see on the other side that it is a rough hewn tunnel. Looks like, uh, yeah, it looks, it was not professionally done. Like all the other tunnels that you've been down, all these other mine shafts that you've been down, it's all it's all very quickly and very roughly done. Uh, it's a lot smaller than the other ones, uh, but you can tell that this is that this is probably what they you know the, the, it was like attack holes that they came out of uh, that uh. they dug, uh, and it looks like this one kind of goes in a little bit and then banks off to the left. That's where we're going. Okay. Uh, it is a little bit of a tight fit. You you have to kind of crouch a little bit to make it through. Uh, but you start heading, heading through. And I'm not going to make you guys roll a perception check for this one because I think it would be fairly obvious the, the closer that you get. But you're crawling slash kind of crouching through this tunnel and it's bright as you it gets brighter as you're going uh and you eventually get to a point where it starts to widen out a little bit and then ahead of you you can see that there is a a quite well lit room ahead of you uh and as you get to the edge of the room there is a big opening that room's probably about 40 feet, 40 feet wide. Again, it's a rough hewn chamber. Uh, and in the middle of it, there's a statue. Uh, it's about 15 feet tall. Uh, it's of a dragon uh, standing on its back legs, its wings outstretched and its head in a position that it looks like it is like using its breath weapon uh, like that kind of look and around it is an assortment of kobolds and more gnolls that are bowed in reverence to the statue yep. and I, know I statue we're going to destroy think that is where we will call it for tonight of course well you know you're welcome I knew it was coming. I prepared myself mentally. We're good. Did, yeah, did you? I'm good with this one tonight. Yep. Okay. Well, uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us at our table. We truly appreciate the continued support uh, from all of our listeners. 
And if you want to support us even more, you can make us your warlocks by supporting us over on Patreon. We have a handful of different tiers that come with different rewards. I kind of pick and choose which ones sound interesting to you. We have uh, unedited raw episodes, early releases. There's there's some fun stuff in there. And then some of it gives you a peek into uh, our minds and what we're uh what we're kind of what we've planned for these sessions and kind of where things took a took a wild turn to the left so some of that's pretty interesting that we uh we're kind of getting some stuff together for for releases but uh brad where can our fine listeners get a hold of us you can subscribe to us on our website at ritgeekpodcast.com to keep up with all things Rolling in the Geek or on any of your favorite ear bacon stations. Also, we're very active on Twitter if you want to talk to... Uh... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't change it up anymore. If you want to talk to... Uh... Insert witty remark here. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Solid fallback. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> feel free to uh, tag us at roll in the geek that's r-o-l-l-i-n-t-h-e-g-e-e-k thank you very much for the continued creativity on the different (laughs) lines Brad it was truly truly appreciated Uh, Nick this week you are the broken got it yes This week, you are the sound. Hmm. You are the sound. You know what? Because of what happened, you are the sound cleric of light. You. You know what? Light, maybe not. You are the cleric of life because you just brought someone presumed dead back to life. So you are the sound cleric of life. You instill our recordings with vitality. And even when we have dead spots, you're able to resurrect them. (laughs) Can you please heal us something fun to go out on? I mean, I can try. Good lord. I mean, it wasn't that bad. I mean, that was good news, wasn't it? Like, was it? Was it good news that you were like, hey, the guy you thought was dead is now alive, and now in game he's going to be like, I hope I can make it, but if not. So, like, not only is he no longer dead, now there's a chance for him to re die, and then you get to be the bearer of the news that, hey, we found your dad alive in the mines. Really? Where is he? He died when we left him alone because he told us to. <laughs> you have a job to do. I, I understand. And I need you to know that the importance of Cassie over this job, I was the part of my silence during those moments was I was wrestling with the fact of whether Harkos was going to lift this 
broken man and just fly barring all of the sneaking we've done just fucking zoom out of here and then one man army his way back down to Trevor because <laughs> I really am not comfortable leaving him by himself but you're right we have a job to do and it'd be super selfish for me to split the party like that so maybe I should just let him die that, that'll be, it'd be great it'd be super awesome I'm super thrilled so it's a fucking hootie fucking who from Harco's <laughs> in episode wow. 21 because we're having so much fun <sighs> God damn it. Uh, and I don't know. We'll see what other horrible situations can can put us through in episode 22. <laughs> so check in for that. And then this week, it's actually, I was worried. I'm always worried when I write these songs um, because I usually do it before the episode and everything. And I'm always worried, like, what if something happens in the episode that would have made more sense in the song but you know what this is actually this was wrote because I had a bad day in real life today so I wanted to write this song and um it uh it actually it, it came full circle Ken made sure to you know to write it there at the end to make sure that I I went into a bad place <laughs> that the song <laughs> makes sense because that's the kind of DM he is he cares so this week your bard, me, Nick Simpson, even though Ken said I'm a cleric, for this moment of the closing, I am a bard, and the college I went to was the College of Hard Knocks. Boom. Awesome. Great. Now that we're all here and together, here we go. <clears throat> it's a hard knock life for heroes. It's a hard knock <laughs> life for heroes. Instead of gold, we get bit instead of parades we get shit it's hard not life <laughs> oh jesus okay <sighs> don't it feel like the city's always burning don't it seem like there's always another fight once a day don't you want to be an owl's friend and maybe give the cleric a light no one's there for you oh god i'm so in my own head no one's there if your character is lonely no one cares if you go or if you stay i can't i can't do this i can't do this song oh, no. that's it uh, i can't i'm i'm so in my own head about this i can't do this song episode 21 i'm broken i've it's done i i can't done. says so it goes on is so, uh, i gotta i gotta get to the sex i'm gonna talk this next part because i <sighs> Super lonely life, not so funny life, full of terror life, not rewarding life. And then there's, this is the part that I, <laughs> I was so excited. <laughs> Bassius, we never see. Bassius, what's that? Who's he? No one cares about your strife when you're living the hero life. It's hard knock life. <laughs> Instead of fun times, we get jobs. Instead of happiness, we get stress. It's a hard knock life. That's that's it. I'm so sad. I'm so sad. Good job, Ken. You broke him. Oh, no. Everybody go home. We'll see you next week. Maybe. I don't know. Who fuck knows? Maybe Sanctuary won't last long enough on me either. Who? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're not. No, not really. <laughs>
right. Stop, Stop fucking recording. <laughs> wow. Okay, okay, everybody, everybody just stay calm. This usually doesn't happen. It's okay, it's yoga. We're supposed to relax. I didn't know that the track would have this effect. It's never happened like this before. How is the yoga? The yogurt's alive, and now it's on fire. What is going on? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.